It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle, let's face it. You're on an island, buddy. You're on your own when you say that Canucks fans should leave JT Miller alone because, hey, most fans have wanted him out of town by now. Well, guess what, Kyle? This episode's for you because we're going to talk about why JT Miller is underappreciated by Vancouver Canucks fans. Let's go, baby. Begsy, Bowen, and Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, 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 thanks for hitting the play button on today's episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, Canucks writer and credentialed media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. Before we dive into the show today, we just want to thank you for listening to Locked On Canucks. It's your team every day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. On today's show, we're going to talk about JT Miller, okay? Play review season, wrapping it up. And I think the main topic here, is he underappreciated by Canucks fans? Also going to touch on Tanner Pearson, maybe Tucker Pullman as well, and talk about that LTIR situation. Can the Canucks get out of it? Is it even worth them trying to get out of it? Uh, but first and foremost, let me introduce my co-host, Kyle Bowen. I'll never try to get away from you, buddy, except I am going to get away from you when uh, my kid's born. But anyways, how you doing, bud? I'm looking forward to those times, man. Not going to lie. Not not just for you, right? It's going to be uh, more beauty entering, entering your life, but... Uh... Because I get to talk to the people alone, you know? It's my time to shine, baby. We talked about it yesterday. Uh, you're going to be feeding your children uh, cereal because I'm taking your uh, taking your locked-on Canucks check, okay? I have to trip you from the top because uh, we did get a comment saying how uh, – well, we'll get to it actually at the end of the show, okay? Yeah, yeah. We'll get to it All at right. the end of the show. Uh, common corner, the best for last. Apparently, I'm, I'm too mean to Trevor, y'all. And, and you know what? Instead, instead of me trying to defend myself, right, 2023, we work together, uh, workplace safety – I got to ask, right? I got I to gotta take care of your mental health, and I got to be accountable here, yo. But if I was being mean, bro, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, man, you actually hit you hit me in the feels with the cereal take. Like, you know, even, even like some cereals are unaffordable now, man. Like, oh, you in a box of Vectors, like 10, 11 bucks, you know? It's like, yo, my daughter loves Vector. You trying to, what are you trying to do, Superstore? What are you doing to my wait, family? Wait. Come on. Hold, hold up. You're feeding your daughter Vector before the age of five yeah, years man. old? Yeah. Trevor, man, I know I you're am. a sports fan, but you can't you can't just force them to become <laughs> athletes. All right, come on. You know on, what? Man. There was not. I'm telling you, man, there was not much forcing here. Like she just saw me eating it once. She wanted to try it, and she loved it. And hey, she'll man. eat it like she'll eat it crunchy and dry. She'll eat it wet oh, with nice. milk. Like she's okay. vector all the ways, man. It's she gets it, man. She gets it, man. She gets it. Hey, speaking of you know not needing to force the issue when it comes to that, right? Your daughter eating uh, vector. Uh, I feel as if we don't have to uh, force the issue on Canucks fans to. Uh, you know, need to appreciate or want to appreciate uh, the likes of uh, a guy named JT Miller because we're stuck with him. Okay, so you're you're telling me, right? You're telling me, Canucks fans, you're telling me that you're going to spend energy and time thinking of ways the Canucks can unload that contract, right? JT Miller's contract at his age after JT Miller had a season that was clearly not as great as the one before. And also, this is the team that doesn't make moves like this because they don't, I don't know if they have the skill set in their management group to clear cap space. They've shown it year after year after year. And now you think that they're going to do this with one of the most impossible contracts to move. 
And I feel as if that leaves so much room for us to appreciate JT Miller and just put that hope out there because we're stuck with him. And he's a great hockey player, man. He's a great hockey player. Next season matters. Begsy, am I crazy? No, I don't think you're crazy. And and in fact, you know, we talked about it before. Shout out to the everydayers. They know about this because we've talked about it. Um, but JT Miller is really rece- received too much slander, not just in this market, but from pundits around the league. And I'll, I'll call him out. I think it was Jeff Villette. I can't Ooh. remember or, or don't know the pronunciation exactly, but he basically said around trade deadline that, you know, the Canucks can offload JT Miller in exchange for a seventh round pick. They should do it in a heartbeat. And that's when it's like, you know, the takes have gone too far, too far. Okay. Let me throw, let me throw some stats at you, Kyle. Okay. Actually, let me throw a number at you. Number 12. Okay. JT Miller ranks 12th in points among all NHLers since the beginning of the 2019-20 season. That's more points than Mika Zibanejad, Kyle Connor, Johnny Goudreau, Steven Stamkos, Alex Barkov, Cindy Crosby, Mark Shifley, Alex Ovechkin. You want me to keep going on? Nikita Kucherov. Oh, keep going. Okay, okay. I, again, and it's the fact that Miller stayed healthy has helped that. So let's go to points per game, okay? JT Miller, 21st in the NHL in points per game since the beginning of 2019-20. So over the last four seasons, you know, that's a decent sample size right there. And again, he's his 1.06 points per game is ahead of Alex Ovechkin, Kale McCarr, Jake Gensel, Kyle Connor, Johnny Gaudreau, Elias Pettersson, Mark Scheifele, well, well, Jack Eichel, Braden Point, Patterson. Elias Pettersson. Yeah. Wow. He uh, P- Pettersson uh, 1.01 points per game since the beginning of 2019-20. My point is that again, just based on the numbers, based on the scoring, JT Miller is one of the best players in the NHL. And he sure as heck does not get that love in this market. Because I'm not going to take the other side completely, but I get it too, because the fan base on this side of the world is so frustrated. It's what happens when you're surrounded by um, meaningless hockey games, right? And mediocrity, Uh, we get a little jaded. It makes sense. Uh, There's also the the stats too, right? We got to bring it up. JT Miller. I I feel as if I heard from another show that this guy had, as many five-on-five points as Connor Garland or was close to Garland. So he gets a lot of help on the power play. And I think, you know, when we are, again, jaded on this side of the world, we look at everything as a negative. Like, you know, the fact that he picks up a lot of points on the power play is now like a, (laughs) it's like a bad thing when it's like, okay, cool. This guy's fantastic on a power play that's quarterbacked by Quinn Hughes and Pedersen. He's a big piece of that puzzle, you know? Again, I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna cheer for JT Miller. A because we're stuck with him. B because he's a great player. And C got to bring it up again. Justin Timberlake, yo, he did a lot for our, <laughs> he did a lot for my life, man. Come on, man, he made us move for a while. So JTs, uh, they, they matter. You want to know the real reason I hated Justin Timberlake as a kid? <laughs> Actually, I don't know if there's any correlation here, but uh... he stole your girl. He stole your first crush. Hundred percent, you love Britney Spears yeah, growing well, up, and boom. I, I, I actually Jessica Scarlett Simpson Johansson. was my first crush, Scarlett so Johansson. I don't know if there's, I don't know if there's any, um, you know, any uh, connection between Justin Timberlake and Jessica Simpson. But I always just thought like JT was going to steal Jessica Simpson from me. You know, <laughs> that was my thought as a ten year old. This mofo is going to steal Jessica Simpson. Oh, oh man. man, unbelievable. Shout out, shout out hey, to you want to go back to the power play points. So here's something for you. So JT Miller ranks seventh overall in the NHL since uh, the beginning of 2019-20 with 111 power play points. So the only guys ahead of him, three guys on the Oilers, McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, and then they got McKinnon, Panarin, and Pasternak. 
that's it. Those are the only NHLers who have more power play points than JT Miller over that time. Uh, and to go back to your point before, uh, yeah, in 2021-22, him and Garland, I believe they were tied in even strength points. Um, I, yeah, I'm not quite 100%. They, they might have been tied, or um, I think Garland had the better rakes. He played less ice time, but I think they actually both had 47 even strength points. Um, but yeah, even last season, we kind of saw – you can see why fans – get a little up in arms about JT Miller. It's the, it's the, when he looks lazy, like it really looks bad. Um, you know, trying to force the issue too much, especially under Boudreaux. I do think there were some positive signs under talking of him cleaning that up. Um, but at the end of the day, we're talking about a guy who's a prolific um, point producer, especially on the power play. You know, he's got some game at even strength too. Um, he's got 14 shorthanded points since the beginning of 2019, uh, 20. Like that's, that's fourth in the NHL <laughs> over that time. So, I mean, obviously, he's over 55% in the face-off. Like, there's a ton of like about JT Miller's game. But I think it's, again, just when he looks lazy or makes a mistake, it's really glaring. And the other thing is, we were all expecting him to be traded. So, I think that mm-hmm. that mentality, that mindset has already been put in the mind of Canucks fans. And it's kind of put a bias against JT Miller. And I guess the third thing is that, you know, he's ahead of the aging curve of most players on this team. But at the end of the day, you need veteran players on this team. And, you know, based on the stats I threw at you, you might not like this seven-year, $8 million extension. I didn't really like it at the time. But at the end of the day, you could argue that, at least in those first few years, that should be a bargain for the Canucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, Hopefully. And again, going back, to the whole, <laughs> going back to the whole jaded thing and thing, everything just stinks more, you know? And we just look for things sometimes. Even Again, there's a little bit of weight, but we just, we just overblow it. We need things to talk about and get mad about, right? Uh, the things... Uh, the the couple things that could fix all this is obvious, you know, winning, winning. And number two, because I think everyone knows he's going to get points. Maybe he won't get up to 99 again, but I feel as if there's a good chance he'll get to 90, 88. He's, he's damn good still. And he plays on a, a team, again, in a power play that's loaded. The other thing that he could do that will uh, create the bridge for most of Canuck fans and him is develop pot goals. In. Yeah. Because I'm hearing it too now. And again, this is what happens when it's negative. You know, we're looking at Pod Colson as a top nine forward, you know, that 40 points, 35 points. 40, you know, our expectations got a little lower. And I feel as if Miller is the perfect player type slash guy to kind of guide Pod Colson, Pod Colson, sorry, and show him the ropes. Yeah, and that can 100%. help a lot. And look, as I say 100%. that, the birds are chirping in the back, baby. <laughs> The birds are yeah, for JT, man. They tripping in the back, yo. Uh, yeah. Let's go. Uh, a little a little bird told me that uh, JT Miller <laughs> does love Vasily Pod Colson. And I mean, yeah, yeah he's he said as much, man. He was pumping that guy's tires as a rookie. Yo, so I, I want to say this too. I want to say this too. Uh, we, we brought up a uh, Pavelski, or like maybe he's a guy that kind of can give us hope that at the end of that deal, there's still a lot of value in a, a talented hockey player and athlete and JT Miller, another guy. And I struggle saying his name, so I got to say it the way I got to say it. And Begsy, you know the name, right? Jonathan Mustard Salt, that dude. <laughs> yeah. He's a grinder. He's a competitor. He's got spirit, you know? He's got spirit, energy. And I feel as if JT Miller at times, and we've seen it in the wrong way because losing environment and, you know, immaturity, let's be real. But we see the passion. We see the passion. He, yeah. You know, every game matters to this guy. Sometimes a bit too much. He gets lost in, in the energy. But uh, I was about to swear there, you know, but I don't, I don't got time to edit, edit stuff out. But I, I mess with it. 
I, I, I want that on my team. And, and I'm again, super positive. Biggest reason why, biggest reason why super positive is because <laughs> he's getting paid a lot of money, a lot of money. In my, in my opinion, that contract is somewhat unmovable and he's coming off a season where he had way less points than he did the year before. So you know what I'm saying? Like what, that, what team is just itching, itching to get JT Miller in their lineup? I don't see it. Yeah. And that's the thing, right? It's well, the other thing is the lack of center depth too. Like you trade JT Miller and it's like, who in the heck is playing center for this team? Right. Whereas with the wingers, it's oh, like, yeah, yeah one of Besser, Besser, Garland, Bavillier, Mikhaev, like one of them is probably going to go. Uh, it's probably not Mikhaev, but again, like we, I just mentioned four, then there's Kuzmanko, then there's Pod Colson, then there's Hoaglander. It's like, there's already too many wingers on this team. So those are the guys you got to deal. Unless someone absolutely blows you away for JT Miller, which mm-hmm. like you said, it's just not happening. Like, not happening. like giving up two first round picks for JT Miller. It's probably not happening. I'm not even sure if the Canucks would do it, to be honest with you. It sounds like they're pretty hesitant too. They obviously, they like the player. They committed to him yeah. basically for the rest of his career. So um, and one more point I want to make on JT Miller here uh, in terms of, you know, his potential moving forward. Uh, I'll grade his season quickly too. I'll, I'll, I'll give it a solid D. You know, it was trending mm. towards D territory early in the season, <laughs> just lack of effort, mistakes. But he looked like, you know, the best version of himself in the latter half of the season. One player, when I've done like kind of the, the research on JT Miller, who, who could potentially be a comparable is Blake Wheeler. And Blake Wheeler is a guy who really up until his age even this season, right? Age 36 season. That's when he kind of started to drop off, but he's really been a point per game player, you know, from age, th- well, really from his late twenties and uh, to his mid thirties. Um, I think his defensive game started to drop off around age 34 here, but he was still producing offensively. And he even had one season um, back his age 31 season where he played quite a bit of center um, and finished with 91 points, all-star votes. He was, a, he earned heart votes as well. He was eighth in heart voting. So, to me, Blake Wheeler is the main um, the main comparable for JT Miller. I think Joe Pavelski is incredibly optimistic. Uh, I just there's not a lot of guys who are just doing it like that at age 38. I mean, that's a dream snare for the Canucks. But I think if um, you know Miller was a bit like Blake Wheeler, maybe even hits his peak around 31, 32, like Wheeler did, the Canucks will be in really good shape. And I, I think it's possible. Yeah, man. And I and I brought up that name, uh, Jonathan Mustard Salt again. And, and I know he's only a couple years older than JT Miller and. You know, when JT Miller's contract ends, he's going to be, you know, mid to late 30s somewhat, right? I'm just saying you can still get a lot of good hockey, like three, even three years from now. And for a team that traded for Heronic has Pedersen on their team, Pedersen and Quinn Hughes, dude, like next season matters. And the season after that matters. And the season after that matters. You need guys. You need guys. And, and this team's bought in, Heronic extending JT Miller. They're not, they're not just going to dump his salary for a team that's looking for some elite talent for a seventh round. No, they're not even going to do that. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. just, I, you know, they bought in for next season and it's not as if I've completely, you know, I'm buying what they're selling, but spiritually it's like, yeah, I'm bought, I'm bought into them. <laughs> I got to put my hope out there that th- this team's going to play meaningful hockey and, and change yeah. this. Cause I feel as if it's this, it's this iteration for, of the Canucks or a version of the Canucks that, we haven't seen yet. And bro, that's, what do you mean? Like another updated version of the Canucks? That's, that's like, that's miserable. That sounds miserable. This has to work out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we got to be honest with you listening here on Locked On Canucks. You know, if, uh, you know, it's your team every day, five days a week. So, you know, if things start to go sideways, well, I think we'll be the first ones to criticize JT Miller. But, you know, right now where it stands, it's, you got to make the most of the situation. And I just think people often forget 
that JT Miller is actually a really good hockey player. It's just mm-hmm. clouded by so much other stuff. Uh, JT Miller certainly got more value than the other two guys uh, that we're going to talk about on the other side, Tanner <laughs> Pearson and Tucker Pullman. Unfortunate situations for both of them. It's adding to the Canucks cap headache. Is there any way that they can trade these two guys off the team um, before the start of the next season? And is it even worth it? We're going to talk about that on the other side here on Locked On Canucks. But first, we're watching the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. You know, what are these two teams going to be a champion? Probably Vegas. We'll see how it goes. But hey, for a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure that every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to my garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back. Because just like in sports, confidence is the name of the game, baby. I mean, look at look at Kyle. I mean, if you're audio right now, Kyle is uh, wearing his Guns N' Roses tank top, flexing the guns. Woo! Holy, man. It's, uh, you look like you're on the JT Miller diet right now, man. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, all right, back to back to eBay Motors for a second here. Um, you know, they got over 122 million parts to choose from. And hey, if you use uh, eBay Guaranteed Fit, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. So get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. Guaranteed Fit only available to U.S. customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You're back. You're back on Locked On Canucks. Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs. Uh, yo, Trevor, you, you made a a little joke regarding me and JT Miller. You know, maybe we're working out together. You know, boom, bam. Or we got the diet unlocked. We're working hard this summer. Uh, maybe that's another reason why uh, we're big JT fans because you and I are. I feel as if we're we're, we're born in the same year as this guy, or we're, we're similar age. You know, we gotta. Yeah, again, we, we are. Gotta, so, no, we're, we we're all so, born in '93. We got to support each other, man. You got to be loyal, you know. You got to be loyal to your neighbors and loyal to your people. And, dude, we 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 from the we from the same year, the same calendar year. And number two, another reason why we got to continue the support for JT Miller is because, again, Justin Timberlake, dude. Justin Timberlake, top five songs from Justin Timberlake, Off My Head. I'm just looking at the list right here. Rock Your Body for sure. Yeah. I'm not going to – a sexy back – nah, Cry Me a River for sure. What Goes Around for sure. I'm going to use that song again, Gone by NSYNC, for sure. And uh, you know what? I'm going to say his appearance on Give It To Me with uh, Nelly Furtado and Timberland as number five. Boom, bam. Locked on Canucks. Yes, Locked oh, on Canucks. Wow. Your team every day. Kyle Bowen, Trevor, Beggs. Uh, let's talk about it, man. I think uh, I think these two, especially Pullman, you said that name. and uh, I, I, I haven't heard that name in a long time. Still uh, a member yeah. of the Canucks. And then Pearson. Uh, yeah, l- let's talk about it. Yeah, again, play review season, so we're kind of checking the boxes here. There's not much to review for these guys, right? Pearson played 14 games before that atrocious hand injury where he's been through reportedly six or seven operations. Um, and Tucker Pullman played three games before his uh, migraines came back, his concussion issues came back. Uh, in regards to Pearson, look, I, I said on the pod before, um, around the time of the season-ending media availability, I sat four feet from Tanner Pearson when he walked into the room, and I was shocked when I looked at his hand. Um, like his hand's still in the cast. 
this whole front of his hands like all purple. There's a scar on it. And I was just like, this guy got injured months ago, like November. And then we're talking about <laughs> meeting with the media in April. Like it's been five months and his hand looks like crap. And I, I was shocked. I was really saddened for the guy. I think you could hear it in his voice as well. Um, and I remember reading some comments on, on YouTube. Fans were like, oh, why is the media asking about this? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, because it's a story. It's a story, you know? This guy has gone through it. And I think, you know, the media or fans can get on the media for like, oh, you can't believe you guys asked Pearson about this. But you got some serious answers out of him talking about how, hey, like this guy can't even play with his kids right now because of this hand injury. So um, really feel bad for the guy. And honestly, I'm, I'm no doctor. Uh, not going to pretend to be Dr. Beggs here, but uh, I just, I have a hard time seeing this guy playing hockey again. Yeah, man, that, that's actually, that actually hurts to hear because, uh, yeah, you know, we're getting older and injuries hurt even more now. You know what I'm saying? They hurt more. I, I had an ear infection uh, last year. It sucked. It sucked to, to, to be in pain constantly with any movement and the way you're describing the hand right there, I feel as if you know the deal around that time. And it was a long time since it got to that point of being around the time that you saw it. He must, he must be in constant pain unless he's popping mad Advil or and painkillers. That, that's, that sucks. That sucks. So yeah. Yeah. It's uh, no, it's no bro. It's one of those things too, where the Canucks have to start winning games, of course. And I think before doing so, they need to make sure all this BS that's been circling around the team away from the ice, because there's been so much of it too. So much noise outside of the hockey games. That shit, that got to stop too. That got to stop too. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. They, they got to clean up their act. And nobody really knows exactly what happened here. There's reports, there's readings, but <laughs> I think we know what happened here. Yeah. Yeah. I think we know what, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, the hand's a delicate spot for surgery. A lot of bones in the hand, and yeah, I mean, like any health operation, lots that can go wrong. I guess at the end of the day, just uh, kind of get well soon to, to Tucker Pullman and Tanner Pearson. And I'll throw it to you quick, Kyle. Is there any value or any chance that the Canucks trade these two guys, or one of them, I should say, in the offseason for some cap relief? Because I know there's there's benefits to LTIR in the sense that it doesn't count against the cap after the season starts and you put them on LTIR. By the end of the day, it's not a place that teams really want to be in, especially a team like the Canucks. And, and, that and explain to that. Explain that to me. Explain that to me. Like, why? Why is it? As a fan, why? Why should I care if uh, they're using LTIR spot? LTIR spots. You know, it's not against the cap. Like, are they getting penalized for that? Or, or you know, just just break it down for me. Why? Why? Yeah. Should I so care? basically, it's 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 a complicated system, and I'm not that smart of a guy. Uh, honest person, honest podcast, locked on Canucks, your team every day. Yeah. Um, so LTIR space, basically, uh, it tolls daily. Um, so there's a daily cap hit toll based on, you know, their contract prorated over the whole season. So it's not like, you know, uh, basically Pullman and Pearson combined, they combined for $5.75 million on the cap. So basically when you put them on LTIR, it's not like their entire $5.75 million on the cap goes right away. It kind of toils daily. Um, and there's there, there's some small repercussions for teams for who, who operate in LTIR, and obviously it costs them more money, right? They're they're paying for guys uh, not to be on the team, although there's some insurance. Uh, at least in Pearson's case, there's reports that he's his contract's insured. Whereas with Michael Furlan, one of the reasons they couldn't trade him off the LTIR is because his contract wasn't insured, so teams had to pay the full salary. So yeah, I think for the average fan, 
there's not much to worry about. I think it's more so in terms of management. That's not a space that teams often want to be operating in, again, especially if they're competing. Yeah, I get what you're saying. And yeah. maybe it gets yeah, in the way of what they sure. want to do. In the- no, like, I get it. It's just another headache, you know? You need to be clear-minded yeah. going into going into things. And there's and the other thing, too, is like you, maybe they know the information, but what if those guys are healthy enough to play, you know? Like they mm-hmm. get to that point. Then it gets complicated, yeah. right? Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, it's one of those I'll, things, I'll just, man. Injuries, yeah. man. Just get well soon, man. Get well soon. Get well soon to everyone. You know, summer's coming up. Take care of your body. I guess that's the message right here, right? In a twisted way, if you're listening to this or watching this, take care of your body. One love, sending you health and peace. Yeah. Locked on Canucks. And, uh, lots of love to Tucker Pullman and Tanner Pearson. Lots of love to you, Kyle. Speaking of health, you're looking fantastic, buddy. Uh, maybe I'll uh, pump your tires on the other side, although I see here it's Kyle versus Trevor, so maybe I won't. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Things are happening here on Locked on Canucks every day. Uh, we'll talk to you on the other side. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked on NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked on NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You're back. You're back on Locked on Canucks, your team, every day. Hit the subscribe button and the like button. I've been spelling subscribe wrong in the little... uh, the banner that rolls at the bottom. I forgot the S. Oh, really? The second S. Nobody called me out. Nobody called me out. And so, honestly, Trevor. Said subscribe. So I just want to say, I'm sorry, Trevor. That's not that's not okay, good buddy. work. That's not good work. And uh, you know, I'm about to happens, put a lot you know? on your plate. You're about to uh, you're about to basically take over Locked On Canucks. Will I uh, go have a kid and be yeah. a family man? So um, yeah, hard for that's- me to be mad at you for anything right now. I'm just uh, I'm glad you're here, man. You know, without you, without you, there would be someone. Uh, two guys that are less handsome or girls, two two people that are less good looking than us and maybe smarter, but they'd be doing locked in Canucks instead of us and it'd be just a little bit sadder, you know? Oh, dude, yeah, because I love this show, man. I love the people and I love the Canucks, man. And, and no problem. I got your back and I'll I'll do my best. Uh, but I'm not sure if uh, the people are going to be that happy about it. Some of the people, all right? The, the good always outweighs uh, the bad, the quote unquote bad. Uh, but I, I don't care. Okay, Let, let's run to Comic Corner, right? The best part of the show. Uh, love us or hate us, go Canucks go. First comment, unplugged, okay? Kyle is way too abrasive and offers little to no insight. Calm down the chirps, buddy. It's a podcast, what? not a locker room, okay? <laughs> and, and, I resp- and I responded with, Kyle here, we are all Canucks. Because again, like us or hate us, agree with us Dude, or not, we are no, all Canucks. Uh, okay, for, first and foremost, uh, shout out to Unplugged. Thanks for commenting. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Thanks for watching. Yeah, yeah, 100%. If if Kyle or sorry if unplugged things you're abrasive, yo, unplugged. I'm sorry. You are you are soft as butter, buddy. Kyle, Wait, you're one, probably one of the, like the least abrasive people I know. Wow, are you call, are you calling me a? You're kind of soft too. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> dude. Despite the guns, buddy. Despite the guns, you're a bit of a softy on the inside. Man. You know. Come on, man. Listen to Guns and Roses, dude. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> nah, man. Okay, so way too abrasive. I, you know, I do cut you off sometimes and, and, you know, but when he did say the little to no insight thing, I, I thought yesterday's episode for, for me, you know, because I, I'm a fan first. I love that episode because I feel as if you were just educating me, you know what I'm saying? And the guy said, uh, the guy said, uh, this is a podcast, not a locker room. <laughs> Dude, for me, it's just me talking uh, Canucks with uh, Trevor Beggs, you know, we're warming up the next season 
And uh, it, it's just a conversation. It's a place to be a, be a fan. For real, I don't even consider myself a podcaster. I'm a fan who gets to do this. Yeah. For real. Uh, th- this is uh, this breaks the whole show don't tell rule. But you know, I, I think the culture from locked on, like when we uh, when we hopped on and agreed to do this, was you know basically your conversation should sound like two people just overheard you at a bar. So I would say you know bar talk, locker room talk. Yeah, it's all pretty similar, man. So I would. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know. I would, but We're you know, it's thrown, right? It's not some some people some people want to be informed, some people want to be entertained, some people want both. Some people it. would rather just put their hands down their pants and run around in circles, man. I get it. I get it. I get it. I think. I think again, for especially in the near future and the immediate future, I, I'm learning a lot right now. You know, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just asking questions, yo. Just asking Trevor questions that I'd want to know. You know, if, if I was listening to Trevor talk uh, hockey on a podcast, it's like I'm blessed to be able to ask the questions and and learn a couple things. That that information information on Gabe Perot, that was cool. It, it it tickled my hockey nerd mind. You know, it felt the nostalgic. It felt like uh, I was a kid again when we were able to break that. Uh, that whole family tree down. Uh, comment number two, a great episode. I hope we just don't get a bust at number 11. He's referring to, don't worry, the Canucks are going to hit. I told the guy, JDAC, shout out to Surrey, right? Shout out to Surrey, one love, Surrey's Canucks show. I told JDAC, don't put that stuff out there. Just enjoy the sun. Enjoy the sun, okay? Enjoy the sun. We, we got to hope that it, it changes and the Canucks hit a home run at number 11. I hit a grand slam. At number 11 or 19 at the draft. Okay. So Trevor Bags again, he's uh, he's leaving us soon for a little bit or or maybe a lot of bit for real. Cause th- think about it. Maybe you're so overwhelmed by love in the near future that you're like, you know what? Nothing else matters. Okay. The fans don't matter. The people who watch Locked on Canucks ma- don't matter. Okay. F them. F them. Family first. Kyle take over. And, th- and, that's, and that's best. For the program, because I've told the people, right? I'm I'm a fan first person, right? It was uh, uh what was it? What was it? Uh, it, it was my uh, family dinner, family dinner the other day, and I told the parents couldn't make it because I gotta make a clip for Locked On Canucks. Think about that. <laughs> Think about that. Trevor Beggs, on the other hand, oh, you man. can't call this guy after six. If we have to make an emergency episode after, it's, it's not happening. Trevor's got a family, and I got fans. Yeah, I don't think that's totally true, but I'll, I'll let you have it, buddy, just because, you know, that the commenters weren't very nice to you, so I'm feeling sympathetic right now. <laughs> I'm always oh, doing man. the lockdown nows, man. You know, got it when the Canucks are playing at 7 p.m., you know, I'm up doing the lockdown nows, posting it yeah. online, you know, no big deal, man, no big deal. Hey, man, honestly, I'll say this. You've known the people longer than you've known your son. You're choosing your son over the people, okay? I know. I know, Trevor. I have to go there, but the truth, the truth I, it's the truth, I, I, Trevor. Yeah, honestly, Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Who knows, honestly, man? Let's not, get too, let's not get too scientific here before we get out of here. But, um, okay. you know, my, my son, oh, he's yeah. Sorry, came yeah. From my ball sack. So he's basically been <laughs> with me forever. Just to let you know. <laughs> you, you won, dude. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a family show, Trevor. Let's, let's sign out. Let's sign out here. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Locked On Canucks. Shout out to the everydayers who have been, you know, sticking around with us for a while. Shout out to Jadak coming up in the comments again. Shout out to Viper's Whip. Shout out to IQ. Shout out to, you know, everyone again who's been who's been tuning in and, and joining us for long for the ride here. Over Hayden Clouton. Hayden Clouton. Hayden Clouton. Shout out to Hayden Clouton. Yeah. And even yeah, this 100%. guy. Uh, unplugged. Unplugged. That guy's a cool yeah, dude, you know, man. Constructive criticism, you know, constructive criticism. Yeah, man. It's all love, man. We're all, we are all Canucks, man. We are all Canucks. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. Well, co- coming up this week again, going to try to wrap up player reviews. Uh, I think we got Brock Besser, Vasily Podkoles, and Nils Hooklander still. Uh, so some guys to hit on. And, and again, instead of really going to reviews, if you've been tuning in, you know, it's kind of looking forward, you know, asking a question, debating that question, having a little bit of fun with it. And then, yeah, let's get into the draft, buddy. I mean, again, I got baby coming out every day. Kyle will be doing some solo episodes. But for for uh, for me on the itinerary, finish up the player reviews and dive into the draft here in the month of June. And, of course, some trade targets because, you know, that's always fun stuff as well. But for now, I'm Trevor Beggs. That sexy beast is Kyle Bowen. And you've been listening to Locked on Canucks. Gil Martin here, host of the Locked On NHL podcast. Join me every Monday for the three biggest stories from across the NHL, including how newly traded players are fitting in around the league. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast every Monday, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.